Welcome to another episode of Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Uh, happy holidays. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, upcoming holidays are going well. Today, I have with us Kim Ingstrom of Colorado Jack, and she is the owner with her husband, Brian. And I, I want to tell everyone a little bit about how she came to be on the podcast. But first, I just wanted to thank everyone again. Um, give everyone a little background because everyone always asks. I am a food service uh, and beverage entrepreneur. Uh, we do. We manage over $100 million in food production across the country. So that's sort of my background. I don't want to dive too much into myself. I know people ask, but that's the gist. And why I do the podcast is because I want to give back for everything I've done. So I want to help other food and beverage entrepreneurs and nutrition entrepreneurs uh, tell their stories and help other people learn from them. So Kim and Brian are the owners and I met them, or should I say Deborah met them uh, walking through Denver airport. Deborah was referring to their product at one of the newsstands there, or uh, I guess it would be called a mini mart or whatever they call them in airports. That's a good question. And we, she sort of said, oh, we should get the popcorn. And then Kim said, you absolutely should. And then Deborah's like, oh, have you tried? And she's like, no, I'm the owner. So from there, we sort of connected and are now doing the podcast. So Kim, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's cold here in North Dakota, but it's going well. I know, which was one of my, the first things I ever said to Kim uh, when we talked on the phone is that you're in North Dakota, but you have a product called Colorado Jack. So I found that to be um, a good story, which I don't actually even know yet because I asked her to hold off for the podcast. So Kim, tell me a little bit about how and your husband came to be food entrepreneurs and a little bit of what your background is. So my husband is a fourth-generation North Dakota farmer, and he also owns um, edible bean processing plants in North Dakota, so like um, black beans, pinto beans, things like that. He um, takes them into his facility and cleans them, and then they package them and um, ship them all over the world, actually. So... Um, about five years ago, he and um, another guy, North Dakota farmer, who does the same thing with the bean processing plants, they had an opportunity to buy a facility in Holyoke, Colorado. They were looking to expand um, into the retail market, and there was some packaging available with this purchase of this plant. So they got ownership of the plant and started going out there, you know, to try to get things um, running the way they wanted and realized that they also had a line of raw popcorn, which none of us knew anything about. So um, my husband kept bringing me back 50 pound bags of raw popcorn. He's like, so this is like part of our new, our new adventure. (laughs) So we would just kind of pop it on the stove the old fashioned way and started realizing that it was like really really good popcorn just with nothing on it. It was, you know, delicious. So uh, looking to diversify a little bit, we um, started a pop, uh, ready-to-eat popcorn line, hired a chef and got some flavors down, and that's how Colorado Jack started. 
So, I mean, I love this story. And one of the things that anyone who knows popcorn knows that I believe, if I am correct, that it's a, gosh, I want to call it a mushroom kernel, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm, the, the name's slipping me, but there's a certain type of kernel that you guys use for your popcorn. We do. We use um, a mushroom. It's like mushroom and snowflake or butterfly. It's, it's different. People call it different where, kind of where you're located. But um, the mushroom type um, pops more like, like a mushroom cap. So it's, um, it stands up to the coating process better. It's a heartier crunch. It's not as um, doesn't flake off like, you know, your movie theater popcorn, or sometimes if you get popcorn, you know, it says lots of broken off pieces in the bottom of the bag. So that's what the mushroom popcorn doesn't do. You can toss it and coat it, do all sorts of things to it. And it really holds up well. So that's kind of why we went with the mushroom popcorn. And so Kim, I mean, obviously it's a higher quality in my opinion and deborah would be better at this obviously she's the one scouting out the popcorn in the store at the airport so we all know who's the actual popcorn connoisseur in our relationship so kim one of the cool things i like about your product is the packaging and you know the names and obviously the name colorado jack so tell us a little bit about how you guys came up with the packaging and the different flavors and sort of the process you guys go through to develop those things as not only a husband and wife, but also business partners. So when we were um, thinking about how we wanted our brand to look, we we thought a lot about the popcorns that we saw around and we kind of really wanted to go with more of a masculine feel to the packaging, kind of, hearty and then our flavors would reflect that so you know the iron skillet and the hardwood and the red cowboy hat that was kind of what we were going to go with our branding and then we were going to use really high quality ingredients to have a lot of flavor and then some kind of different different flavors Uh, we went with the sea salt and butter which is like your movie theater kicked up a notch we have a wonderful white cheddar with a real sharp white cheddar flavor our white cheddar jalapeno is amazing it's not that hot stuff that you can't keep eating because it's too hot in your mouth it just has the right amount of heat and a great jalapeno flavor and our caramel is probably the best caramel you'll ever taste it's a traditional caramel recipe uh, made in small batches with butter sugar vanilla and a pinch of salt and that's it and then our uh, colorado mix um, we're kind of doing a take on the chicago mix but we wanted to do uh our mix with a little kick in it. So we did the white cheddar jalapeno and caramel mixed together. So you get sweet, salty, and spicy all in one bite. So that's kind of how we um, developed our brand and our flavors. And our name, you know, since the popcorn is grown in Colorado and the facility that we own there is called Jack's Bean, we wanted to pay tribute to the farmers who've been bringing their product into that plant since 1932 so we went with the name colorado jack as kind of a tribute to those farmers who've been doing what they do for all those years and i i actually love that and the the story for sure is like well and i we live in colorado so that helps but you know and our our love for colorado but i think it's just so cool how the whole thing tied together. I mean, was it something that took a long time to figure out or is it something that just sort of organically came naturally to you guys to figure out the flavors and the branding and the masculinity and, and the name? You know, it, it's, it's, 
taken a, it always takes a while to get things going. My husband always jokes that as long as they tell you it's going to take, you can count on twice as long for that to happen. But um, we're kind of, we're really both on the same page and we really like the idea of, you know, what we saw out in the market wasn't anything like we're doing. So we really felt, you know, compelled to go our way and stick to what we wanted to do. And we've been involved in every step of the process from name, packaging, flavors. We both know how to make every flavor of the popcorn. We've done it all. You know, it's just been kind of something that's our little our little um, baby that we're taking care of here. So it's been a real great adventure. And so where can people find you online? We've talked about your, your different product lines, but where can people sort of find you guys online and social media? So online, you can uh, look us up at... Um, coloradojackpopcorn.com and we have you can order off the website and everything um our instagram um oh geez my my um stepdaughter she's in charge of all our social media so i should have had her in on that part but i know you know we're at colorado jack popcorn on facebook and instagram i'm sure is probably the same same thing but um you know go check us out it's you know we like to we're a family business. Um, all almost all the members of our family are involved in this business, so um, we're involved in every aspect. Well, whoever's doing the social media on Instagram is is doing well. I just looked you guys up just so I make sure we had it right. And you're exactly right. It's at Colorado Jack Popcorn. But I love the photos and the the whoever's doing it. They're doing a great job. And the other thing I love, and we've had another company on here that does it, that just you guys have a map that's actually tracking each state that now orders your product. So anyone listening in in the audience, you should go to their Instagram uh, account and look at all the states they've gone to and all the states they have left. And uh, if you're in one of the states that they have left, you should be the first person in that state to try their popcorn for sure. So Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. So Kim, I mean, let's really dive into some of being the business. I mean, what have, you know, you've launched this product and obviously your husband's been an entrepreneur with the farming and, and the beans, but you know, this one, you're going directly to consumer and you're building a product, uh, for retail also. So tell us a little bit about some of the hardships and, and things that you've learned along the way. Oh, how much time do you have, Justin? Uh, as long as you want. <laughs> it, it, it's been, uh, you know, we've definitely had our share of downs with the ups. We've uh, learned some really valuable lessons. Um, when we first started with our packaging, we had um, a clear window in the front of our bag. It was a different, different style bag, and we quickly learned that um, that clear window was not good for shelf life. We had... Um, shelf life issues from the UV light and heat. And so we ended up having to oh, start a whole new process of designing a new bag and having a new material. And the new bag is what you see now, and that's a metalized bag. And it added a ton of shelf life to the product to keep it fresh and tasting great a lot longer. Um, but we, we were able to salvage our other bags because we're using them with our fundraising program. The difference there is once you once we get the product to the to the home, they're responsible for keeping it, you know, out of the light or away from the heat. So we could we found another use for those bags. 
Um, but uh, we're proud of our packaging. We were, you know, in on that whole process. Uh, co-packers was another um, trial we had that didn't go so well. Um, we wanted to try to eliminate some of the shipping costs. Um, North Dakota is kind of the middle of nowhere. We're at, you know, actually the geographical center of North America is in our backyard here. So in trying to save on shipping costs, we tried to do with some co-packing and you just, we found that with the quality of product we feel that we have, nobody was doing it the way we really wanted it done. And we had some real disasters. So we, we quit doing that and kind of took matters into our own hands. So we're, you know, we're actually in the process of um, getting a facility up and running here in our hometown of Devils Lake, North Dakota, um, which will have major capabilities um, when we, you know, get into some of those major chains, we'll be able to keep up with production. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, and, and explain to me that, um, and I know there's probably other hardships, but I want to sort of talk about that a little bit. I mean, it's not easy to get into retail. I mean, in you've, you know, how long has it taken and, and how have you found that experience and do trade shows work? I mean, tell us the audience a little bit about that. Cause I think that's a really hard thing to do for people and food entrepreneurs is, you know, have the, uh, should I say perseverance to really ride out those relationships till they get into the stores? It is a process. And um, I'm glad you mentioned the trade shows because that's one of the number one ways we've really gotten out in front of people is we've gone and we continue to go to some of the real big um, shows uh, to meet with um, buyers and get our, our product, our brand, our name out in front, and especially our flavors out in front of the people who are making the decisions for those buyers. Um, that's helped. And like you said, it's, it's perseverance because there's times where I'm like, oh, is this really all worth it? But, you know, we were just, uh, when we saw you guys in the airport, we were on our way back from Vegas. We were doing a road show at um, a large chain there. And it's still fun to go you know, all over the country, and when people try your product and say, that's the best I've ever had, my husband and I kind of look at each other and say, okay, it's worth it, because then you know that what you're doing is, it's good, you know, it's good. We're not making a mistake with the approach we're taking, so it's a lot of, a lot of traveling, a lot of hard work, a lot of filling up little sample cups with popcorn, but, you know, we hope it's worth it, so. I know, and the thing in food, really, and a lot of people that aren't in the food industry, it's not social media is a great thing, but food and beverage, people have to taste it. People have to put it in their mouth and it's hard to get that to happen. You, you know, I know online stores and everything's really a big thing for people, but it's still like, okay, I need to figure out how to get people to taste it because word of mouth, literally, uh, you know, it's the taste in the mouth that leads to the word of mouth in food. And it's how do you get it to as many people as possible that are in positions to buy your product in the retail scenario, for example. And the only way to do that, that I know of effectively um, and get the most bang for your buck is exactly that. It's still the trade shows. It's still the, you know, the, the snack and whatever shows and the fancy food shows and and things like that and they cost money i mean they're a big investment and it's a big risk but it's the only way to do it um in my opinion to really build a brand and get it out there and so that being said 
you know, what I, we tell people we work with and, and you guys have done this, which is why I want to say the thing is you really got to make sure everything's buttoned up your packaging, your product, the flavor profile, you've got the right, you know, different flavors in place and, and then deliver a product to go there because you may never get a shot in front of some of these people again. So you're absolutely correct. I, I wish my husband was on here to talk to you cause you guys sound a lot alike, but you're, it's right. You, you know, that's, you hit everything really right on the head there. It's it's getting that chance to get people to taste it, and then you're right. You gotta it's gotta be good when they put it in their mouth. You're not gonna get another chance. Uh, and don't worry, you could probably ask anyone who's been on the show that about every so often they get a text message or an Instagram message from me being, "Oh, you ready to record part two? And so. <laughs> So I, I want to give him the opportunity, obviously, to do that. So and tell his sort of thing. And I'm interested in the farms, and and that's all part of the food story as well. So I'm sure he has a a very interesting angle on the perspective of going from farm, you know, to a retail product, even though they're not directly related, but you know they're related in a lot of ways. So I, I mean, maybe you guys do corn as well, but you said it came from Colorado. So I'm assuming that he does beans and the corn comes from Colorado and Nebraska. Yeah. The popcorn is grown out in Colorado. Um, we can't grow popcorn in North Dakota. The growing season isn't long enough. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. And that's, see, and that's a total thing right there. That is just so cool. It's like, there is this obstacle for you guys and you choose to go through the obstacle anyway and just find out a different way to have the popcorn. You don't need to grow it where you're from. You can grow it somewhere else and, and create it there. So I noticed on your uh, website, Kim, that you guys do a lot of fundraising and help do that. I mean, tell us, tell us about that and, and, and why you guys decided to go that route. So, our fundraising program is called the Colorado Jack Give Back Program. And I'll just kind of give a little background of how that got started. Um, my son was born with um, epilepsy and had brain surgery. And so he's, he's been in, um, in care since he was probably eight years old at a residential facility. And um, he's doing really well. He's, he's just mostly it's um, behavioral issues that he has and with the farming industry, it's really a, a generational thing. It's passed down, you know, usually to the, I don't want to be sexist, but usually to the son, you know, the next son takes over. And my husband was, you know, always like, that. Helen won't be able to um, take over the farm. He just, it just won't be something for him. And so we really wanted a way that we could have him involved in the stuff that we were doing. And um, he's, living at a facility now where we actually have our little fundraising um, popcorn plant set up and it's providing work activity for Cohen and other individuals at this facility, the open door center um, to provide work activity for them. And it's the coolest thing is that it's such a win-win situation um, when people do our fundraiser to make money for their cause they are getting a wonderful product and it's helping provide work activity for individuals who might not otherwise have opportunities to do jobs like this. And we're super proud of this part of our program 
And I hope that if anybody's listening, you go to the Colorado Jack Give Back website and watch the video, and it'll it'll explain a lot more about our fundraising program. But we've always had the mindset of, of giving back. I mean, we've been very fortunate. We're very lucky to be able to do the things we do, and we feel um, blessed to be able to be involved in this. Um, and also we're big with Make-A-Wish, and we have Giving Hearts Day in North Dakota. So um, it's just always been something that my husband and I are very passionate about doing. So I'm, I'm glad I got a chance to talk about that. And please check out the, the Give Back website. It's pretty incredible. And so, I mean, there's a couple ways, right? One is they can, they a person comes to you and they can, they can become part of the fundraising and they do their own fundraising where they can raise money for their sports team or their school or so on and so forth. But on the other side of it is you're helping out um, the community center um, or the residential center, excuse me, that your son is in by providing work activities to help, you know, in their growth and in their environment and better their lifestyle, which I think it's a total altruistic solution. It's, it's giving back in both directions. Oh, it's, you know, absolutely. In, in our journey, as Colin started to age, to the age of 21, and we started, you know, hearing other parents of kids and, and, you know, everyone's always worried about what are they going to do after they're done with school? And, and Colin's options were so limited and we, and to be able to do this, and to provide to some of these individuals is just, I mean, it's, I, I get choked up because I can't, it's, it's, a, it's a worry for all parents, but when you're a parent of a child with special needs, the worry is, is even larger. So it's just an amazing adventure. It's a, it's a great thing that you guys are doing. I think obviously there's, the whole popcorn sign and creating a business and jobs and opportunities and doing all of that through the one side. And then on the give back side, there's just this whole thing where you're, you're benefiting society also and, and helping people one, because you've been through it. So you understand what it's like, but number two, you're giving other people to help themselves and, and the things they care about through fundraising, but also indirectly doing the right thing, um, by, using, you know, resources that you guys are setting up for them to also help out people. And I think that's, I mean, it's a brilliant concept in my opinion, um, that it's just totally well-rounded and it makes sense. And it's, you know, why not have people, um, that need, that need that stimulation do this in order to do the fundraising for someone else. And then it's a total give back all directions. So great name. Uh, I think the Colorado Jacks give com again is just a brilliant name and it's so well-rounded and well thought out. And I really, that's an amazing thing you guys are doing. So I'm getting choked up. And so. thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate the chance to get to talk about it because it's, um, it's really part of our hearts. So it means a lot. And um, I got to pull myself together here. Um, I, I just, wow. And um, that it's amazing story and I really enjoy it. And I, um, 
you know, I'm having trouble getting for words because I'm a little emotional because that's just so kind and caring and thoughtful. And I wish more people would do stuff like that for sure, um, especially in their businesses because they have the opportunity to do so. Well, and that's kind of like our bigger picture as we hope. I mean, if you, the popcorn is amazing. These individuals do the best work you could imagine. And, you know, the big picture is hopefully other companies and corporations and people see that there is so much value out there in, in providing these opportunities. And, you know, that's what we really hope for. So Kim, as we, um, we sort of start to wrap this up, um, I want to talk about what you just said, um, but I want to tie it a little bit into like leading into the future as a business and, and what you guys see as a future, because I think part of being entrepreneur um, and where Deborah and I have found our successes and my family has found its successes is that it's about more than just, um, you know, profit. It's about creating jobs. It's about bettering people's lives. It's about leading them to a better future. Um, but it sounds like you're very similar in those ideas. So tell us a little bit about what, what the future holds for you guys and, you know, what your dreams are for the future. And Oh boy. Well, I guess our, you know, our hope is that we are going to be a nationally recognized brand someday that our little red hat on our package is a symbol that people, you know, associate, Oh, that's Colorado Jack. You know, that's what, um, you know, we've always wanted to build this brand. Um, I mentioned earlier that we're opening up this um, production facility in our hometown here. Um, it's also a, um, bean packaging facility. So like I mentioned, the dry beans, the pinto beans, kidney beans, black beans. We're also, um, packaging those for retail, um, so my husband is just kind of a, he's just really a go-getter. He saw an opportunity to um, figure out some freight advantages. Um, beans are heavy and popcorn is light, and he's hoping you can get both products into a store, and then you save on um, freight in the shipping of the products. And, um, you know, we, we hope to be a national brand, and that's our goal, and, and we will always, always have, um, our ties um, to the Open Door Center doing our fundraising and our online and our bulk orders. That's going to be, you know, where we have them. And as our company grows, hopefully that grows and that continues to add more and more jobs um, for the individuals with disabilities. Um, you know, we, we're we planning on riding this thing out and seeing where it takes us. And I hope it takes us to, to great places. Well, and thank you again, Kim, for sharing that. And I really, I, I can already tell we're probably going to get people wanting to have your husband on and talk about the bean processing and the farming because everyone's always interested in that as well. So I hope you guys will come back on the show soon and we can really dive more into some of this stuff and, and have your husband on and set up a time that works for him as well. And, but thank you. And I really love your guys' story and the give back for sure. Well, thank you for having me, Justin. It was my pleasure. And again, anyone, it's Colorado Jack Popcorn, uh, no S. I keep, I've accidentally said the S. It's Colorado Jack Popcorn. And you can find it at coloradojackpopcorn.com. You can also find um, them at, at Colorado Jack Popcorn on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you, everyone, for listening in. 
enjoy your week and thank you again kim for being on the show thanks Justin.